And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly, and this is, well, this is Adventures in Woo if you're listening to the podcast. But um, this is Tommy Kelly, if you're listening on YouTube. As some of you may have noticed, and some of you might only be noticing now as I say this, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that the Adventures in Woo channel has turned into the Tommy Kelly channel. It originally was the Tommy Kelly channel, and this was called the Tommy Kelly podcast. And a number of years ago, I changed this to have the whole brand, if you want, to be Adventures in Woo because I didn't like the kind of um, emphasis that was on me or the spotlight being on me in particular. And I thought that if I had it more as a, a website, Avengers and Woo uh, that it would kind of take some pressure off me a bit. At that time, I already had the blog going, so it was just kind of a natural thing to uh, change everything over. But recently, I've had a change of heart about that. Well, not really a change of heart about what I was attempting to do, but a change of heart about how that was working out. Because as I said, the idea was to kind of take, in a sense, the spotlight or the emphasis or the focus on me, Tommy Kelly, and more, say, put it on the woo. But it didn't really work out like that. And over the last while, I've been kind of, a number of things have been going on. And I've had a very kind of rough couple of months, particularly in the last couple of, maybe five weeks, five or six weeks, have been one of the kind of darkest periods of my life. I, guess, I don't mean that lightly, like it really genuinely not in a great place at all and one of the things that was going on was this kind of feeling of being trapped within what I was doing and feeling very limited by what I was doing in that when I started this and when I was doing all this first the idea was that I was an artist I wasn't yet back as a musician at that point I had been a musician of course uh, years ago but I had fell out of music for a while and I was an artist who talked about magic you know, that's kind of what the Adventures movie was meant to be about. It was like living a creative, artistic life using chaos magic and see how that goes and kind of documenting the, the ups the, and downs, the pitfalls, the windfalls, all of those things. But what kind of happened is that rather than it being uh, over the years about me being an artist who talks about magic, say, it became very much about me being a magician who very occasionally and sometimes talked about art or did art or did photography or the music and stuff like that. And the kind of balance or the twist of that, I was finding very hard to deal with and very restricted. And I felt almost as if I was being forced, not by anyone other than myself, of course, into being something that I really wasn't. One of the things people have found strange about doing me doing the podcast and the vlog and all of this is that I keep telling people that I don't want like to be a teacher or I don't want to be like a spiritual authority or anything like that. And people are going, well, why are you doing it? Why are you doing this? And that's kind of the problem, right, of course, is because the trajectory of what I was doing is towards that. It is, you know, you write the book, you do the lectures, <laughs> you do the TEDx talk because they wouldn't invite you on to TED because you're weird. Um, you know, and, and you do your courses or whatever it is you do. And it's like that's the kind of trajectory of a spiritual teacher or a internet magician person or whatever. And there's plenty of them about and they vary from being wonderful to being, you know, not so not so wonderful. And it's come, that's not what I want to do at all. I don't want to go in that direction. But what I'm finding is that that was where the things that we're doing was ultimately leading to. And as I was putting together was kind of the Adventures in Woo Woo book, and I was kind of going, yeah, this is the thing I should be doing. And I was going, why am I doing this? Like, this isn't what I want. <laughs> I want to be an artist. I want to be a musician. Spirituality and magic and the occult and awakening and 
all of these things. We'll come back to that in a minute, the awakening thing, but are very important to me, but it seems as if they had taken over the entire of my focus, that everything was about that. And that if I spent some time, say, drawing, I felt guilty because it was taking away from, you know, I should be working on my real job, which has been an internet spiritual magic dude. And especially with the music, it felt like I was completely and utterly, you know, bunking off school, <laughs> running away from my job to go and do this kind of rebellious act of making music, even though it was one of the major passions of my life, and is, as a, right now, is the major passion of my life again. And a lot of that is to do with the fact that there was, you know, there's kind of my income is involved in this, in that there's, you know, between the YouTube channel, the Patreon, the 47th deck, the advertising on Adventures and Woo it adds up to just about enough money for me to continue doing on it. Not really m much money, way less than probably, um, you know, any sort of uh, minimum wage job, but enough that because I'd lowered my kind of expectations of my life and lowered my costs and lowered my outgoings, that my only real outgoings is, of course, like the electricity bill, the mortgage, them kind of things, and books. That's kind of it. And so there was that kind of notion that I had to continue this spiritual dude on the internet who does podcasts and stuff, <laughs> occasionally does art, um, in order to sustain myself. That that's, but what happened over the last while is... Um, Due, I assume, mostly to the economic downturn and inflation and recessions and all that, that the Patreon has dropped off by about, about a third of the people have left Patreon in about the last six or seven weeks, um, which is, you know, that's a considerable amount. Um, and most of my patrons are $1 patrons. But I think about, like, um, at the minute of 124, uh, as this uh, uh, is recorded, 75 of them are $1 patrons. So it's not a tremendous amount of money anyway, but to lose about a third of, of, of that is, is, is an amount. And the, the sale of the decks of the 47th um, have gone, essentially to slow down a lot. They do slow down this type of year before they kind of build up to the, the Halloween and the birthday bash thing. But again, even the, the, the big sales that were going on like in um, Brazil, big sales for me, um, that's about half as well. And there's just kind of point where I'm kind of going, well... The money element of it, which is the kind of thing that was forcing me into doing that, is uh, into being, you know, spiritual guy on the internet. That's kind of going away. So that's not really an excuse or a reason to continue to, you know, try to do stuff. Um, you know, to, to keep that going or to get that back or whatever. So it just kind of came over the last while that I was just going, why, what am I doing? Why, why am I doing this? Like, why am I continuing to put a focus on something that isn't necessarily the biggest focus of my my existence, my life. And I didn't realise, of course, that I, how trapped I had felt in all of this. But it was, it was, there was a point where I just, I didn't want to come into the office. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to draw. I didn't want to, you know, I certainly didn't want to uh, do podcasts. I didn't want to do videos. I didn't want to talk about spirituality. I didn't do any of these things. Um, I just wanted to play guitar. And so I read something on Reddit, of all places, and it was something along, someone's having a very hard time, something really terrible that had them, and one of the, the first responses, the first reply was, um, do whatever it is you need to do to stay alive. And there was something in reading that that um, allowed me, or gave me permission to do what it is that I want to do, and be who I want to be, not who I think I should be, or, you know, not do the things that are expected or not do the, the right things if you want like you know, write the book do the lectures do all it's like 
okay, what if I don't do that? What if I don't feel the necessity to do that? What do I want to do? I want to write music, I want to compose, I want to draw. I want to talk about spirituality and magic, but not as the main kind of focus of things. So there was that that was going with allowing myself permission to be an artist again, not a magician, first, firstly. Um, and then it was kind of a realisation, this has been coming over, over a couple of months as well, starting probably with Duncan Barford's podcast and some conversations we had in private um, around the whole idea. He did a, an episode of his podcast, Occult Experiments in the Home, which are, he titled, I'll put it in the show description, Near Enemies of Magic, kind of stealing the, the Buddhist idea of near enemies. Which are things that are close to, say, magic in, in this case, but he would deem or not. And one of them was art. And to me, art is magic and magic is art. I've said that uh, over and over again. So it's, the, it's the tagline or the byline to a, a number of social media bits uh, that I have. Um, and through that, and he makes a very good argument. And, you know, we've had subsequent conversations where we don't agree. And we just kind of... Ended up at the end of it just going, but I think we're talking about two different things. And I realised that what I'm calling art and what I'm calling magic more specifically and what other people are calling magic is not the same thing at all. Um, so I, can go, I want to describe what magic is to me. Magic is the impulse to create. Magic is the thing that physically feels like it's emanating from my heart area and wants to express itself in some form. It's an idea that needs to manifest. It's something from out there, up there, over there somewhere that is coming through me as a conduit into this world. And it's about expansion. It's about evolution. It's about moving forward. It's about um, becoming better. It's about Potentiality, it's the harnessing of potentiality. Potentiality being, uh, you know, it can be anything, and the art is the making it into something, you know, that it's no longer potential, it's collapsing the waveforms into that it has to be something. It's kind of Shakti rather than Shiva. It's this life force, the emanating life force that just goes like this. <laughs> I can't really explain it. They're the words that I can do my best. Where there certainly seems to be a thing, and when other people talk about magic, particularly in the awakening kind of arena, or high magic, or that kind of stuff, of say, stuff that Duncan had done with the Baptist Head and Alan Chapman, which I got very much into, whatever, and in one way, while it's wonderful, and I recommend it to anyone, it kind of got me off course of where I was, where I was going. Because to me, it, and... I could be wrong in that, it's wrong in this, and it's just my kind of assessment of it, how it affects me, purely subjective, that it would appear that the directionality of what Duncan Barford, just to give an example, would call magic, and the directionality of what I would call magic, are opposing. Mine seems to be going forward, where his, and just to pick on Duncan, because, I mean, he's not the only one to think that, and he may not even think this, this is just my reading of it, his is going back, as if back to source. And particularly when you come across things like Mergia and stuff as well uh, from Alan Chapman, which again, this is my understanding of it. Alan may have a different understanding of it altogether, and I just may be picking it up wrong. But there again is that directionality of going back you know, to the source, awakening to what was already the case, that it's all already 
done. And we just have to discover that. So the directionality seems to be from where I am here, not necessarily in the past from um, like a time thing, but in an emanation type thing, that the expansion has already occurred. And in some cases, it was a huge mistake that this thing happened, this earth, this life, and that we have to wake up to the idea that we're really somewhere else, we're really something else. Um, of course, Miracle certainly has that kind of idea. A lot of the Gnostic stuff is that idea. That this is all a terrible mistake. Peter Kingsley has that idea in many different ways. Mistake upon mistake upon mistake, Kingsley would say. Um, and so it's realising that and realise I kind of got sidetracked enough and that the awakening thing was almost a diversion from that and a necessary diversion, I suppose, along the spiritual path. And I certainly do feel that my insights or awakening experiences that I've had, as limited as they are, have been in a form of the recollection type thing, having faith in something that you already knew that you weren't allowing yourself to believe because it wasn't believed by the, the, the world, or an insight that when you realise you go that you already knew that. So that I understand that in that there is a kind of, let's say, remembrance for once, or an awakening. You can't awake to something that wasn't already the case. But while that feels somewhat substantial and true, the overriding kind of focus and feeling and impulse is the other way. It's this expansiveness. So it's like awakening to who you are and in some places, particularly say in Vedanta or when Rupert Spira talks about it, is that that's it. Being aware of being aware that's the end of the goal. That's, you know, that's the thing. You've seen through the illusion, your, your pure awareness and all that. And it kind of feels like, okay, that's the start. And it's this, then this move forward. I don't mean in time again, although why not? Um, I know I'm getting into very woo-woo territory here. <laughs> Adventures in woo-woo. Um, and the art is exactly the same thing as that. Now, I think another confusion between magic and art, and why people don't think magic is art, is because they're looking at a, a finished piece of art rather than the process. And I'm really, I think, talking about the process of the creating the things, whereas the thing itself, once it's manifested, probably I wouldn't consider magic in the same way as I do the actual process. Although, that said, a song continues to be magical and creative and touching and vibratory and essential and creative as it flows through time, through people, people listen to it. And a song that you can listen to for 50 years can still have an impact in a way that, I don't know, the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram is never going to do. And uh, touch your soul, give you a glimpse of God with no amount of sigils or whatever to, or whatever to take a thing perhaps in meditation the bliss thing of that can come from you know certain kind of states or whatever but still again in my limited uh, experience of all of these kind of states doesn't touch even slightly the ecstasy that can be achieved through creation of art or listening to art or music music is just it's the most magical thing i I can't really explain it. It makes me so emotional, so... I don't know. It has such gravitas to it. And so... While the creation aspect of it seems more what I'm talking about when I say magic, a book can have 
magic qualities there is like magic to materia so i'm not saying i know all the answers but certainly it's a moving forward not a returning to source not returning to something that's already the case it's about discovering what's not already the case that's what magic is for me and it's uh, not uncovering truth it's uncovering what potentiality can potentially be it's what's next and over the last couple of years and the last while, I think I've been looking too much at, at what happened or what is, where is this, why is this happening? When did it happen? You know, what's the history of it? And not that I, I was going to say that, I feel that's a bit of a mistake. It would be a bit of a mistake for me to continue that forward because it's not, it's not honest and it's not genuine and it's not my impulse. In Theosophy, there's this idea that we're all in different rays, which is we're all in different vibes, man. There's seven of them. And I think one of the things that could be happening, why people are experiencing differently, is because we're on different, you know, paths, in a sense. And how I'm emanating creation, potentiality, will be different from someone else who's on a different path. And while I can, yeah, I can, I can go with that, it still seems a bit, to me, it's a bit like... It's too easy, you know, that, that's a little, fits, <laughs> fits in the system or whatever. But I don't think these things are like, but it's a good map. It's, a good, it's, a, it's somewhat of a road map that you could use as any of these things are. So anyway, so that then, having all that together, feeling trapped in who I was, what I'm doing, and having the kind of opportunity now um, where I can go, well, I can change my direction in a sense. And it's not to kind of negate or get rid of the spirituality stuff, the magic stuff. Certainly not, because it's a huge part of my life, and clearly. But it's to not limit myself in that, which is so strange from someone who used to be a chaos magician. I doubt I am now, um, that I allowed myself to be labelled and gated and delineated and put in a box so much when I'm not. And I mean, the point of chaos magic is not to do that. And the way to... One of the things that I could address with doing that is to kind of, in one sense, compartmentalise what I'm doing. So adventures and woo-woo would be the woo-woo stuff. And then Tasta will still be part of Adventures and Woo-woo, but the music stuff can, can be something else. The comic stuff can be something else. And there's just kind of breath that I feel when I, I can kind of allow myself to not just be spiritual guy on the internet. Artist guy, photographer guy, music guy, spiritual guy, all of these things. I just I feel like I can breathe a bit. Um, there's a lot there, and I'm definitely not covering everything I wanted. I've rehearsed this in my mind a lot, and uh, we were going to talk about this kind of stuff on TASA this week, but poor Spud is sick, and it didn't happen, so maybe this is the right thing to, uh, to happen, is that I do a vlog. So what's it going to look like going forward? Well, an awful lot, not an awful lot's going to really change. Podcast is still going to be the podcast. I'm going to separate all my art stuff from Adventures in Woo Woo, the photography, the, uh, the general art, all of that stuff. And have that on TommyKelly.com, which will have the art, photography, the music, and anything else I decide to do. Um, but, you know, but they'll all link to each other. I'm also going to take kind of the 40 servants off Adventures in Woo Woo and have it as its own thing. That's something I've wanted to do for a long while. Anyway, just have a dedicated space for the 40 servants. I have all the URLs bought, but they're all point to Adventures in Woo Woo. And so it's kind of allowing me to be able to um, work in all of these areas and not have to be defined by any one of them. It's because there's a different outlet where I can just be adventures and woo-woo, totally woo-woo and enjoy that, where I can just be the comic guy, I can just be the music guy, just and, or whatever, and expand and feel and allow the expansion to happen without this con hardening, deadening contraction, which is what 
has been happening. What else do I want to say? So, I mean, from your point of view, there probably isn't going to be an awful lot of change. <laughs> There'll still be the podcast every week. There'll still be tasks. There's still, you know, Turbine Syndrome is so close to being finished. The first print thing. I'm working on music all the time. I'm looking forward to getting back into photography. COVID really kind of knocked that out because I did a lot of street photography. And of course, when no one's on the street, you're not allowed on the street. Kind of ended all of that fun. And I have so much I want to discover. Again, realising what my direction actually is in magic and the occult. So it's exciting in one way and hard and nervous. And how much worse would it be? And I can understand people um, who end up very trapped. How much worse would it be if it wasn't nearly 7,000 people on YouTube that were subscribing to me and whatever it is who uh, listen to the podcast? What if it was 70,000 or 7 million and you couldn't just leave because that so much was, um, you know, you're so much caught up in being a particular person in a pigeonhole that that's all you want. That's, you know. And if there was like actual money involved with it rather than kind of, <laughs> I don't know, pennies, not pennies, but you know what I mean? Like it's like if you were getting an actual, you know, say you were PewDiePie or something, getting millions a year or somewhere between it, between all them. Rambling now, so pull this together, pull this together. Big year, hard year, terrible year, um, a lot of learning, completely burnt out, completely... <laughs> Finding out constantly more about myself than I have in a long while. I'm pretty certain an awful lot of this is all coming from the stuff that we did with Black in the Tasta Rituals and with the Ultra Terrestrial Hunt, stuff we did with Duncan and Jason, and it's all subsequent, including the stuff we're doing with the Scrying the Aethers. And I feel all of that's kind of moving stuff around. Me joining the Arcane School was kind of a test thing at the end of six months where I had given myself six months, see how it was, and I was really all set to give up, and then instead I push through and it was a revelationary type thing with that and an opening up so while it feels while this was without question the darkest period in a long while let's say possibly in my life um, particularly a couple of days a certain couple of days um, it's allowing me to find out more who I am and I suppose that's what you sign up to be isn't it this is what you sign up to do this is what it's all about um, magic the occult shadow work art expression creativity is dangerous because you know <laughs> you have to go a little insane you have to go a little crazy a little mad to do any of these things you have to put yourself in weird head spaces you have to allow yourself to be a conduit. You have to use different parts of your brain and your psyche in order to work things out or to let things flow. And I can't go back. I can't. For me, there is absolutely no separation between creativity and magic. And I'm going to honour that. So while it may look like <laughs> I'm branching more into art than magic. I think there's just kind of a, a, a realisation and an amalgamation of all not so disparate ideas into one thing. So, good people of the internet, that is definitely not covering it uh, to its satisfaction, to my satisfaction, but uh, enough to let you know why, <laughs> why I changed the name of the YouTube channel from Adventures in Mubu to Tommy Kelly. So, good people, I hope you're having um, a good time and that 
the good days are upon you. But if you're not, I hope you're learning. I hope it's leading you to be more true with yourself, to be more expansive in the future. And I hope that uh, whatever happens next is wonderful, for good or for bad. But um, let's take may you live in interesting times rather than a curse to be a blessing. And may our best days be ahead and be well.